we had a really great week. We got a lot of good stuff to talk on the news, but I'm going to go ahead and toss it to you because, you know, we've gotten into the habit now, and we may have to even add this as a segment to the show, Kelly, where people are starting to, you know, email us and talk about, you know, giving us some advice, and uh, you got a new one for us. So what do we got? Yeah, we got a uh, got a message. Um, dates, uh, I'll, I'll leave the EMT's name out of it, but they said, uh, I've gotten a job with the county EMS as an advanced EMT and should start in the next week or so, and terrified would be putting it mildly. How should I be filling my time and getting ready for the job? Um, this is a common refrain. We get this from, from EMTs, uh, new EMTs, new medics. Uh, you know, how do I, how do I prep? I'm scared. Um, am I going to fit in at this agency? They, the, the performance anxiety is, is, is pretty rampant in some of these people. And, and I uh, figured we'd talk about some of the ways that you can overcome that. So, Chris, you got a, you got a new employee. What do you expect to see him do? You as a supervisor, as an administrator, what what kind of behavior do you expect out of your new employees? Yeah, I think that that's a great question. I think we're coming from two sides, you know, because you see these guys that come into the truck on the first day. Mm-hmm. I get to see these guys as I'm bringing them into the organization as well as during, uh, you know, their... Um, new employee orientation and so on. And some of the advice that I give to people is this, Kelly. You know, as you're getting ready, as you're preparing, learn as much as you can about the organization. There's a lot of things that are going on out there, a lot of information now with social media, a lot of information now with the Internet. Find out everything you can about your new uh, organization. Secondly, where are your challenges? List them down. On one side of the paper, go ahead and put... You know, what your strengths, you think your strengths are. Put what your weaknesses are. Because you're going to come out of school and, and you don't have the knowledge that, uh, you know, that you're going to be 100% across the, across the board. So where do you need to polish? Where do you need to bone up on? Just because you've come out of school now doesn't necessarily mean that you're the, the EMT or the paramedic that you should be. And your continuing education should start from day one once you say, yes, I'll take this job. And it Indeed. should never end. You know, there's two types of people, Kelly. You could either be goal-oriented, and being goal-oriented means, and it's good to have goals, but by the time you get to the goal, what's next? And a lot of times, we don't continually pick up goals. But I would say that you should be growth-oriented, because that journey never ends. Mm-hmm. Grow every single day and get to that next step. The other thing that I tell people is, when, when we're sitting in my office, is, is EMS a career field or is EMS a stepping stone? And that's been a, and that's been a discussion for a long time, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And maybe they want to go to the fire academy, or maybe they want to go to medical school, or maybe they want to become a nurse. What I tell them, and one of the best advices that I can give them is, don't waste your time while you're here. Get into the clinical education process. Become an instructor. Learn about the leadership and Get into our research projects, because how is it going to look on a you know, a fire application to know that you were involved with the clinical education process at your last employer or on a medical school application if you were involved in research projects at your last employer. Use the opportunity to take advantage of what that organization has for you so you can grow, so you make yourself more marketable into the next area of your life. So yeah. that's some of the things that I kind of throw at them initially.